Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios, on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Walters. Here we go. It's a Monday at the ranch, AAR Ranch here in Georgia. Sig Sauer Studios fired up for you. Daniel Defense microphone. If you're watching the show, Greg will tell you how to do that in just a second. I got a really cool Daniel Defense shirt on by 511 Tactical. It's all brought to us by X Insurance. I had a really cool X Insurance shirt on last night, too. Greg in Dallas, Texas. Welcome in, brother. How are you? I, I'm doing fine. Are you sending me some decent weather? It's actually beautiful outside. A little chilly, but not too bad. High 40s, but not bad. Isn't that where you were yesterday? Uh, we were in the actually low 60s yesterday. We are looking at uh, low 70s currently, so... Ah, good. Something's coming our way, I hope. Maybe. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Would you be kind enough to tell people where to tune in to watch this show in high definition, as long as they're not driving, please, and where to participate in the chat? Uh, sure. If you want to watch the show, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com on the right-hand side of the website. You'll see the menu icon. Just give it a click. And when you do that, the next window will pop it up, pop open with the watch live option. You've also got the listen live option and the podcast link. If you'd like to support the show, well, head on over to that shop link and pick you something nice up. If you'd like to join our live chat, head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. I'm a little slow flipping the video screen, so I just flipped it over to you as you were wrapping up. Ah, that is what it is. It's a Monday. That yeah, is. Hey, we have the voice of reason with us for the first time in a couple of weeks. I think Andy Hoosier is on board. Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason. Welcome in, brother. How are you? Mark Walters, what's happening? Oh, Happy Monday. He is there. He's right there. He's right there in my cans. He sounds like he's sitting in the studio with me. Hey, Andy, I got a question for you before we get going. What you got? Did you know that Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey and she was at the football <laughs> game the other day and they're trying you know, the big news on Fox? They had four stories on Fox today. One of them was fans are trying to figure out whether she'll make it to the Super Bowl because she's playing in Tokyo the night before. Oh, Did you know that no. Travis Kelsey is dating Taylor Swift? Did you know that? Yeah, I, the, the being in Kansas and having Chiefs fans all over the place, I had no idea that uh, that Taylor Swift was dating Travis Kelsey as the Kansas City Chiefs head to the Super Bowl. So, yeah. Golly, man, I tell you what, this is uh, you want to hear the conspiracy <laughs> theories behind that, too. Those are interesting ones. But, yeah, this is nuts. This is nuts. Just more eyeballs on the circus. That's all it is. Let's see if we can find a Taylor Swift story. Oh, details of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's intimate on field moment unveiled. Fox oh, News can't with everything going on in the world today. <laughs> good heavens. I'm glad that's on the front page of Fox News. Let's see if we have a second one up, because earlier today they did have four. Oh, American Airlines dropped Super Bowl Easter eggs for Taylor Swift and Chiefs fans. That's story number two. 
There should Let's be. scroll up. Well, here we go. Taylor Swift mercilessly heckled by NFL fans during AFC Championship. Let's see if we can go for broke. Well, Taylor Swift, Tony Romo share heartfelt moment after Chiefs advance to Super Bowl. That's four. <laughs> Let's see if we can go for five and get a record. Good Lord. Honest to goodness. What in the world? Can somebody explain this to me? Uh, I can. <laughs> Go ahead. Who was that? Was that, that Greg was or was that Andy? That, that was that, Greg. Yeah. Explain that, this to me. So what this is is essentially they're trying to draw in the young millennial, millennial women that are Swifties that enjoy Taylor Swift. They're trying to get more eyeballs watching the NFL because a lot of eyeballs have left the NFL over the years, and so they're trying to create some kind of super drama between two superstars. Uh, who Travis Kelsey no one knew of until he made the NFL draft and still don't really know who he is, even though he plays for an NFL team. I could care less. And what they they are just essentially trying to get more people watching. This is more of the distraction from what's really going on out there in the world because bread and circuses and Taylor Swift is in ring number three. Let me throw something out there, Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason. I'm going to give Fox News some advice, okay? Hey, Fox, nobody gives a crap. And you're angering a lot of people with this daily nonsense. And it is truly daily nonsense. Correct me if I'm wrong, Andy, who's your voice of reason. Give me some reason, please. Oh, it totally is. Yeah, no, this is Greg's absolutely right. This is the way that when people walked away from the NFL after the whole Colin Kaepernick thing and the kneeling of the national anthem and the black uh, national anthem that they're going to play at the Super Bowl again this year, when the ratings started tanking, they had to find something to do. I I watched. I mean, they were talking about it, uh, talking about that kiss that they had on the field after the game. I still, I still Travis, think you played so good. Oh, played I so still good. think that they are not actually um, wanting to be in this relationship. I think this is still a PR stunt. I think this is the way for the Chiefs to still make a lot of money there for for Taylor Swift to be still in the public limelight and to bring people into the NFL. I don't think that this is a legitimate relationship. Even to this day, I still don't think so. And I heard that they bought a house together and that he even proposed on New Year's and that that's going to be announced here soon as well. But I I truly think that this is not a legitimate relationship. Remember the uh, Tony Romo, Jessica Simpson stuff when they were always... I couldn't wait to jump in. Did you notice he didn't even give me a chance to pop off? It was. It's just another example of how they try to drag more eyeballs in by let's go get all the Jessica Simpson fans and see if we can get them to watch the NFL because, you know... It's just, it's, it's nonsense. It really is. Well, you know, listen, you know, there was a time when uh, Jessica Simpson could have sold me a coffee maker at three in the morning. Sure. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Sophia Vergara did. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She'd sell me another one. Yeah, but there's a difference between Sophia Vergara and Taylor Swift. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Big. About 900 million. differences (laughs) but not that that matters i mean you know i don't know ted nugent popped off on taylor swift the other day on twitter and honestly i mean i've known ted for a while i don't think he did himself any favors with that it's beneath and and, and let me it is because he's bigger than that but let me uh let me say this about taylor swift and i guess i'm going to come to her defense it's not her fault that the cameras are on her constantly Mm -mm. it's not her fault I agree. In fact, she was caught on camera the other day. Uh, I, I did see this when I because I, <laughs> I fell for it. I clicked, <laughs> and I clicked because of the headline that Fox ran, which was not one of the four. So uh, technically, they've had like eight headlines up. Okay, these are just the four current ones. 
But uh, she mouthed off at the cameras, go away, please, when it was pointed out that the camera was on her. Again, she mouthed off. She looked up at the camera and looked out at the box and said, go away, please, to CBS. So it, it really isn't her fault. And, you know, there was a fan walking in in part of that same video saying, go away, Taylor Swift, you're ruining the NFL. Well, let me tell you who's ruining the NFL. It's the CBS director saying, all right, let's cut to Swift up in the box. It's not her fault. There's lots of celebrities at those games. So there's my defense of Taylor Swift for that, Andy, I, I think. Yeah, well, you know. you're right. I mean, I don't know how much she has the actual involvement of of actually being in the limelight like that. She's there to see the game. But at the same time, you're, I, I think that this is a way to say, oh, let's get the new generation into football, which begs the question now that we go into the Super Bowl, because I love or I used to love watching the Super Bowl and watching the ads. Are the ads going to be geared towards men and watching a game or is it going to be towards Swifties that are 12 year old girls that are excited to watch Taylor Swift at a Super Bowl and then have the ads geared towards that demographic. So what are the commercials going to look like during the actual Super Bowl broadcast? I can answer that question. I can answer that question. I think I might be right here, but all you have and I don't know who it is, but all you got to do is look at the lineup of the halftime show and you're going to see exactly who they're going after. (laughs) That right there is that's the tail of the tape. That's that's the giveaway. That's who they're trying to reach is by who they bring in. With the, uh, you know, with the halftime show, whatever it is. I, I just wonder, how come, how come they don't have Taylor Swift performing at the halftime show? That's I don't know. That, that, w- that would go over like wind in a church pew, I think, at this stage of the game. But... Well, you know. I'm just going to be... Uh, I'm just going to say this. Look out for all the men in dresses that are going to be performing at halftime. Who is performing at halftime? Uh, we don't even know. Don't even care. I don't even know who's playing. Who won yesterday? I know Detroit lost. It's a red and gold Super Bowl. You know, 49ers, I don't, I, see, I don't follow them. I couldn't tell you who their quarterback is. I just don't pay any attention to it anymore. I will tell you this, that I did know that Detroit was, was playing. And if any team that I wanted to see at some point when I was, you know, wore my Bucks jersey on Friday to go to work because, you know, oh, the Bucks are playing. Go Bucks! It would be the Detroit Lions. And I, I, I was a little bummed that they didn't. That, that's a city in a town that really deserved it. Uh, but yeah. here's the deal. You weren't good enough. You blew it in the fourth quarter. I read the story. So there's that. Usher. Right? Usher's performing. Who's Usher? Uh, so, 90s uh, R&B artist, R&B hip-hop artist. And I actually saw like a uh, warm-up he He's was doing. He's from Atlanta, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I saw a warm-up okay. he was doing about a week ago, and uh, I, he was wearing a dress, so... Okay. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, this is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Uh, we'll go to guns here soon enough, but it's a Monday. We lighten up on the uh, in the shadows of the big monster cast. We'll be back with Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason, who will give us some reason. Don't go away. Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Daniel Defense is freedom, passion, and precision. Uh, Yesterday we were talking about the new Daniel Defense pistol, the H9. It's gorgeous. If you haven't seen it, go to the website, check it out. It's a game changer. Remember, imagine a striker fire pistol meeting that 1911. 
and that's exactly what it is. It's gorgeous. Make sure to check out DanielDefense.com. Greg, welcome back in. Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason, welcome back in. I can't let the cat out of the bag yet, but we do have two new partners coming on board, one of them in two days, the other one in less than a week, and you are going to love both of them. Sweet. So that's cool stuff. That's cool. So that's why we take time and go out to that shooting, hunting, and outdoor trade shows to, to meet with these great folks who are so serious about what they do, amazing entrepreneurs, and supporting the Second Amendment. Because guess what? They can't, it, without a Second Amendment, they don't have a product to sell. Okay? And we know that we are under vicious attack. Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason, welcome back in, my friends. Always a pleasure, brother. Good stuff. So um, are we done with Taylor Swift? Everybody's probably hoping we're done with Taylor Swift. Been done. I think we're good. Yeah. Been done, moved on. Yep. All right, cue the music. I got nothing else. If it wasn't for Taylor Swift, we wouldn't have a show today. End <laughs> of the show. There we go. So let's talk, Andy, a little bit about Texas. I have a gut feeling that you've probably been talking. I didn't get a chance to listen. But I have a feeling you've probably talked a little bit about what's happening in Texas, and you might likely be, I think we all will, coming up over the course of the next couple of weeks, standoff between the Biden administration, who is now claiming three years into his administration that he could close the borders at any time as long as the Republicans will give him a budget bill that he can sign. <laughs> you know, it's not, not, not aging well for you, Joe, just like you're not aging well for you, Joe. But it's Texas versus the Supreme Court versus the Biden administration, National Guard, all the rumors, conspiracy theories. Andy, what's your take on what's happening down there? It is quite fascinating to watch, frankly. Yeah, it is fascinating to watch. And I, I mean, we said early on that buckle up, hold on, strap in, because 2024 is going to be a fun year to watch. And we're going to see some really crazy stuff. Imagine, if you will, we have so many immigration laws on the books at the federal level right now that all we have to do is literally just enforce them just go by what's already on the books and we could close down the border very easily but according to joe biden he can't shut down the border until this specific bill actually passes and tied then to ukraine. he said tied to ukraine with the funding for ukraine and then he even says that it gives him the discretion to shut down the border if things get out of hand now I ask you, if things aren't out of hand already after 300,000 people came in for the month of December alone, two and a half million people came across the border illegally for the year of 2023, 10 million have come over illegally since the beginning of his administration three years ago. What constitutes the time for him to say that it's severe enough for you to actually shut down the border? So, yeah, this is nothing but just a, you know, a dog and pony show. This is nothing more for him to say that we need to do something just for them to get Ukrainian funding. Because remember, Democrats don't want the border shut down. So their priority in this bill is not a secure immigration policy. It's to do whatever needs to be done just to get Ukrainian money over while the Republicans are doing what they can to, again, self-sabotage when it comes to immigration policy, because we just think that we can just do something to feel like we've done something before election season. Boy, that's a theme that runs through the gun control crowd, too, isn't it? That we feel like we can do something just to say we've done something Funny how that, that does works. nothing. Greg, do you happen to have that beer Wisconsin clip that we played last night of Biden? I want I know Andy's heard it. I'm sure he's laughing. So he knows But when you ask up. that question. Yeah, you dig that up while I'm running my gator here for a second. Let me know in my ear when we have it. When, Andy, when you ask that question about Biden, 
you know, when is, when is it going to be enough? You have to understand who we're dealing with here. We're dealing with a guy who is clearly in mid to late stages of dementia, who can't make it through four more years. He can't, it, it, hard-pressed to believe he's going to make it through another year. But the, when you listen to the guy speak, there, there, we got the clip. Let's play it. You have a seat. Take it. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. This is the wrong link. Sorry about that. Let me get the... I clicked the wrong one. I'm sure we could listen to it and find a gaffe well, somewhere. That was 23 minutes. The one that I needed was about oh. three minutes. So here we go. And by the way, used to make beer brewed here. <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer here in this refinery. Thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. What in the world is he talking about, Andy? Uh, I don't know. And this what is I'm the guy controlling the border, how... right? We're having. Oh, a, yeah. uh, seriously? Yeah. These are the people that yeah, I mean, this is the leader of the free world here. What I'm more curious about is that how are people laughing when they don't know what he's even saying? Or do they have the master Joe Biden decoder ring with them? Because they apparently knew what he was saying and started laughing. So I don't I don't know what he said to even be able to laugh about it. So I, it how are they understanding what he's saying? Let's listen to it again. And by the way, used to make beer brewed here. <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer here in this defiant. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why it's there. Boy. <sighs> so something about brewed beer here in the Great Lakes. Okay, I got that, but like I, I don't I don't know. I I don't understand. I don't know. I, I don't understand. Um <laughs> Let me see if I can find something here, because I have a clip that is a young child who I think we might be able to understand a little bit better than Biden. Let's take a listen to this. There you go. Here we go. One more time. I was going to put him. Yeah, you don't say. I was going to put him. All right. So. <laughs> Welcome to the that's leader of the really free good. world. Hold on. That's really good. Hold on. Let's, let's play that again. That's really good. Yeah, you don't. Okay. All right. True international depression. Bad character. <laughs> it's the president of the United States, guys. By the way, used to make beer brewed here. <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer here in this defiant. Oh, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. Yeah, you don't say. I feel so good about the security of our nation right now. I was going to put him in. I was going to put him in. put him in. His <laughs> guys listed armed American radio's daily defense yesterday. They played all these goofy clips. I understood the kid more than I understood Biden because there, somebody put a transcript up of it, and it made more sense that you know my name is Mitchell. I he, he was just all gibberish. But the Young, kid's sitting the in a Biden snowsuit, decoder ring. the Biden decoder ring. It is really, really astonishing that. It's astonishing we even have these clips to play of a U.S. president, but they're, <laughs> they're a dime a dozen out there. When we get back from the break, we'll 
It's Monday. We'll have some fun. We're talking with Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason, who will have a very difficult time reasoning his way and our way through this because it's not easy to do. It, it is quite uh, it's quite scary, frankly, when we talk about this, because those were really Biden talking mixed in with a little kid there. We'll be right back. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Indeed, welcome back. X-Insurance is presenting all of this gibberish today, and that's what it is. It's a Monday, and well, (laughs) when you have clips like that, it's fun to play those, especially back-to-back with the kids and everything. Welcome back inside the Six Hour Studios, guys. Daniel Defense Mike fired up for you. Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason. Welcome back in, brother. Good stuff. Hey, by the way, real quick, uh, yeah. I did see, not to, not to go back to it at all, but uh, Taylor Swift, new headline, Ugh. that she's generated <laughs> $331 million in revenue to the Kansas City Chiefs since she started supporting them back in September. Just throwing that out there. How? But I got I to gotta say this. We got to make a comparison here because the NFL teams make gobs of money in the billions. Yes. And I, I don't know how that compares. Does that mean that she's... To what they made before, what other teams might be making as well. I, I don't know. Is she secondhand selling Kelsey jerseys somehow? Probably. Well, that said, that said, according to the publicity that she's gotten at games, just free publicity for the Chiefs by being out there, people buying swag because of the jersey that she had, that uh, everything that she's contributed to the Chiefs, they've summed up to be near $331 million. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah. Uh, like, okay. Well, here's uh, to tie this into guns and the politics. This is an individual who obviously is an extremely popular person in a certain demographic that right. is influencing a sport like the NFL. They're using her and they want to use her on the political front to start campaigning for Joe Biden in the campaigns. Now, if she's able to contribute that to a sport like the NFL, then imagine what type of impact she's going to have in an election if she does actively start campaigning for someone like Joe Biden or the Democrats or go after Donald Trump. I mean, whether we like it or not, we have to come to the admittance that that could drastically affect the election one way or the other if she gets heavily involved. All right. Well, let me let me point to this, because she did get heavily involved in Tennessee politics and lost both of them. Well, and there's yeah. there's also the fact I did see a headline earlier saying that she could pull a bunch of millennials over to Joe Biden or whatever. Ah. It looks every song she's ever wrote that was a hit was about the wrong choice of man. And here she is again, choosing the wrong man when she chose Biden in 20 and now she's doing it again in 24. I just don't I don't see I don't see it being an influence. I just don't. I don't see people sitting on the fence saying, man, my groceries are costing me a fortune I spent 181 bones at Costco for nine items the other day. My wife wanted to use my debit card to go grocery shopping. We were talking about it last night with Stephen Gutowski. Two grocery bills. All right? A thousand bucks. Maybe it wasn't Stephen we were talking to about it, but we were talking about it. And grocery bills are doubled. Uh, Who's Taylor Swift going to vote for? That's going to make my call. I don't see that happening. 
I just don't. Well, I, now, I, there, are the dopey le- I, there are dopey leftists that are not paying those bills, that mom and dad are still paying the bills because Barack Obama made it chic to stay home till you're 26 years old. I get that. Maybe, maybe. But I don't think that's a vote we would have had anyway, frankly. Now, that's just my personal opinion. I could be way wrong. I don't take a lot of stock in that Internet nonsense. I just don't. I think that she could be very influential with that younger demographic, like like you said, the ones that are living in their parents' basement or still at home with their parents or maybe off in college right now that look up to her that are the diehards. The question is, will that demographic be the one that turns out to vote? And historically and so far predominantly, they have not been, which is why we saw such a failure when she tried to get involved and do some endorsements in Tennessee yeah. and it didn't, it didn't, didn't work, work well. out. It backfired or because she's appealing to that younger demo. Will they turn out in the election? If they do, it could have a substantial impact. But so far, the trends show that so far they have not. So it'll be interesting to see. Greg, you want to chime in? I can hear your wheels clicking before we go to Kansas and guns and South Carolina. I do want to talk about that, too. I, I, well, my point is, is I think that she is just uh, tiptoeing into you know the political realm with making her little uh, weak endorsements. I don't think it's enough. Uh, you know, you get people like uh, Kid Rock and uh, Ted Nugent and other celebrities that are, you know, um, what's his name with Twisted Sister, and you get you get them start endorsing people of an older generation that are like, yeah, all of what is going on is absolute garbage. And you know what? The fact that these guys, old punk rock guys, are coming around, you know, want to endorse this uh, this X Y Z candidate, i.e., Trump. Uh, and you're just like, I'm on that train. I mean, why would I even uh, Taylor Swift or these guys. Well, I mean, I don't see any of the guys you just mentioned capable of selling out five nights at 100,000 people day after day after day. But when those guys... So I understand the influence that Andy's talking about there, but she has not been effective when it comes to the gun control push. These celebrities all pushing for gun control. We all know what happened. You know, she opens her mouth about that. And all she does, quite frankly, is piss off people like me and people like you that actually do go out and vote, Andy, and we make a difference. Bring it on. Let her run her mouth. Everybody's free to say what they want to say. But when you do it, guess what you're doing? You're motivating actual voters like me who are going to say, yeah, yeah, uh uh-uh. No, I don't think so. Now, I'm going to vote anyway, but there are a lot. I'm talking about my age group, demographic, that whole nine yards, right? Gun owners get out and vote. And we also vote our wallets. I think so, a slight difference is is when um, when you have uh, uh, Kid Rock and Tucker Carlson and Donald Trump walk into a, a, a stadium at, where UFC is having a fight, the crowd goes, goes nuts. Right. When Taylor Swift walks onto the stage for her concert, the crowd does go nuts, but they're not thinking I'm voting for Biden. They are, you know, they're just thinking they love the music, they love the artist. But when Trump walks in with those other two and they're at a UFC fight, everybody is applauding, everybody's cheering, everybody's going crazy because they're like, "Yeah, I support that guy and that's who I'm voting for in the next election." In Madison Square Garden of all places, exactly. in New York City. And the Rock even admitted it too, which yeah. is surprising. Yeah. The Rock. The Rock. Uh, we have, Which apparently the they uh, somebody reached out to him about running it. I guess he was on Joe Rogan's Both parties podcast, did, made the according to him. Yeah. Yeah. That's which I mean, I, I really hope he does not because I really, really like him as an actor. He's a hell of a, a down to earth guy. I enjoy him as a person. So I really hope that he doesn't get involved in politics and then make some really stupid decisions and me have to not like him anymore. Speaking of celebrities, does Alec Baldwin get put in the slammer? 
What are your thoughts? Do you think he does? Do you think he does? I mean, look, this is a second charge. Um, They got the goods on him. I can see him getting a conviction. Does he does he get locked up? No, he gets house arrest for a while with an ankle bracelet. And that's about it. Didn't we talk about this about 90 days ago? And I was like, they're going to sit on this. It's going to take till the next year for them to get to this actual case. He's asked for a speedy trial. He wants a trial right now. And he has a right to have a speedy trial. All Americans do. Yep. So he clearly feels getting up in front of a judge and a jury right away is in his best interest. I don't know what's going on with his case, with his defense. I have no idea. But the fact that he's seeking a speedy jury trial now, well, there's a reason for that. I don't know if he gets any time. I I have no idea. I do think he'll be convicted. I do think he'll be convicted. But, you know, you never know the makeup of a jury, right? You just never know. Are people going to be starstruck? Because they've I mean, it's going to be hard to find a jury that doesn't know who he is. And if you do find a jury that doesn't know who he is, well, what kind of people are those? Probably people, you know, I mean, look, let's be real. The guy's famous, okay? Oh, I don't know who he is. Well, where have you been for the last 30 years? You don't get out much? Are those the people pulling the levers coming up in 2024? Sadly, yeah. A lot of them are. But mm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he'll be see any jail time. He'll get the ankle bracelet. He'll stay at home. He'll make some videos and play the victim like he loves to do at home and you know, do his live video streams for people to, you know, give him condolences and that'll be about it. And he'll go on that for a year or two and then he'll go back to making movies and it'll be like it never happened. It's a felony conviction. I don't know anybody that wants a felony on their record, but if you're already living a plush life and really what difference does it make? Yeah. May not be able to make a movie with guns anymore. Yeah, well, ask Mark Wahlberg about that. That's an interesting point. Mark Wahlberg does. Mark Wahlberg is a convicted felon who has been seeking restoration of his Second Amendment rights for quite some time and has been unsuccessful because he was charged and convicted of committing a violent crime. That's an interesting topic as well, too. So there's all of that. One more segment with Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason. I might as well bring it up now. I did watch a UFO documentary series last night. I don't know if that's going to come up when we come back. We'll be right back. segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. All right, here we are, back to the show. Final segment with Andy Hoosier. We've had some fun. We will not go to UFOs with Andy Hoosier today, although it would be a fun day to do it. Um, Don't. We're not going there. (laughs) So Breitbart News is reporting. Greg just... Uh, mentioned this during the break, and I just pulled it up. Mansion to launch 2024 bid if Biden has health scare. Now, Andy, you're very in tune to politics. Mansion's not doing this because he doesn't think Biden's going to have a health scare. Okay. The reason this is public is, you know, these are trial balloons, guys. This is what they do. And uh, to me, it's, it's interesting to me. I still do not believe we talked a little bit about it last night on the MonsterCast. I still do not believe that Joe Biden is going to be on the ticket, which at this point makes it a convention issue. Andy, your thoughts. 
Yeah, it's going to be. I, I agree. I don't think that he's going to be the final candidate in the end of the day. The question still remains, though, who is that going to be, which uh, we still can just speculate. I mean, because the fact that we are now into primary season and the fact that no one else has officially jumped up to be that replacement and he hasn't stepped down with his operation, Joe Biden fall down the stairs while trying to tie his shoe, that I, I don't know who it's going to be. So it still could be that right in. It could be that, I don't know, that convention vote at the end of the day, which I still personally am leaning towards Michelle Obama. I, still well, think I was just gonna going to ask that. Yeah, you, you're, you're thinking in, in my train of thought now. You know, There's a lot of talk about that. Michelle Obama. Um, now, I, I could be way off base here, and you, you just never know these things. I take no stock in what the media says. When the media starts talking about Michelle Obama, that's the media saying, Michelle, please run, please run. You know, Biden's are worth, or, or uh, Obama's are worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Do they really want to go back into the White House when they can pull the strings behind the scenes and not have to be in the White House to do it? It's and cut off their funding and, and, and hundreds of millions of more dollars? I'm not so sure about that. Obama strikes me as the kind of guy that would rather take the money and run. And, well, I can pull the strings back here behind the scenes. You know, I can tell them what to do, uh, whether it's, you know, executive actions, whether it's gun control, whatever, you know, geopolitics, whatever it is. So I I don't think I'm not sure that they want to do that. The problem with that, though, Mark, is that right now they want their finger on the pulse of whoever's in the White House. And outside of Joe Biden, if he's not capable of doing it, I don't know anybody else that is in their back pocket. Gavin Newsom isn't because he kind of beats at his own drum and he's out there campaigning in China to try and get the, get the winning from over there. Uh, Gretchen Whitmer was another name from Michigan, but she, I don't think, is in that same circle. So it's not outside well of Joe enough. Biden, I don't know who's in the Obama circle to take that reign, which is why you're right. While they would rather sit behind the scenes, they need to stay in power and in control. And if they don't have somebody to do it for them, then Michelle's the next best thing to step up and do it. Yeah, I mean, you know, you might be onto something there. You really, you, you truly might. As far as anybody else not having access uh, or Obama not being able to pull the strings, let me make this very clear. This all comes down to the Benjamins. And when you're talking the Benjamins, it's the Obamas that are going to be pulling those strings. And I can promise you Gavin Newsom is going to be the puppet to the Obamas if he's on that ticket, simply because of the strings and the clout that they pull behind the scenes. He's not going to have a choice. He will have to. Uh, yeah, he beats to his own drum until you get to that level of politics. Then all of a sudden, it's who's beating the drum behind the scenes. And we all know right now that it's the Obamas. I don't know. It's an, it's an interesting dynamic in play. Either way, ladies and gentlemen, none of them are friends of your gun rights. None of them. Not one. And it doesn't diminish in any way, shape, or form if we find out that Joe Biden's not running tomorrow. It doesn't matter. Gavin Newsom will be 50 times worse than Joe Biden on guns. So Joe Manchin, that. Guns, right? Joe Manchin, you, you want to <laughs> you want to trust your guns to a Joe Manchin. I hear people say all the time, well, I'd rather have Manchin than anybody else. Joe Manchin's a gun owner. Joe Manchin's a Democrat. Ask Joe Manchin why he hasn't flipped parties. Joe Manchin is a Democrat, period. And he's going to tow a Democrat line. Why? Because those people behind the scenes that are pulling the purse strings are going to tell him what to do. It all comes down to those Benjamins. I don't trust a Democrat. Don't trust a Democrat as far as I can pick one up and throw one. Andy, I don't real think quick. Manchin's a real player in this. I think it's going to be, if there is anybody that's going to yeah, influence it outside of Trump and Biden, I think it's going to be RFK Jr. I think he's the independent that's going to shake things up this year. 
You think he's going to shake it up? I don't know that he's got enough legs to do that. It's a fun conversation to have, though. Yeah, no, I think that, I mean, the latest poll shows that he's he's gaining roughly 20-30% of support from independents and unaffiliated, and that's that's a huge number right now. So I think that, that is go- he's going to be the Ralph Nader. He's going to be the guy that really upsets the election one side or the other. He won't win it, obviously, as an independent, but I think he's going to pull some big numbers, and he's going to sway the election one side or the other. I think he's the one to look out for. I'm surprised at your age to hear you mention Ralph Nader. I'm impressed. <laughs> I've done my studying. I don't know if you knew who he was. You remembered who he was. Yeah, and Ralph I got to admit, I mean, I like I like RFK Jr. He's still a Democrat, and I don't agree, obviously, with a lot of his policies, per se, on that side. But he's one of those old-school Democrats that actually can sit down and have a conversation. And I, I he's, I, he, There is honesty there that the others don't have. Yeah, and absolutely. Manchin has that uh, Manchin has that reputation of maybe the last blue dog Democrat left. Let me put it this way: If there's going to be a Democrat in office, I would, I guess, I would have to say this: I would, I would have to trust Joe. Ben- not trust, but I would have to believe. A certain part of me would have to believe that he would be better on my guns than the others. But when push comes to shove, if a Democrat-controlled Congress passes a gun control bill, you can. Bet your, as my dad used to say, you can bet your bippy that Joe Manchin's going to sign the bill. So, again, can't trust the Democrat as far as, far as you can pick one up and throw one. Um, you know, uh, Kennedy's been wishy-washy on that subject. Now, if Joe, if Joe, you know what I think Joe Biden should do? I think Joe Biden, if he wants to show that he's really willing to work with Republicans... He should ask A.W.R. Hawkins from Breitbart News to be his running mate. <laughs> Imagine that from Kentucky. There you go. A.W.R. set him straight. That's not going to happen, but it is fun to think about. So, Andy, real quick, wrap up with us. Kansas, there's movement on that bill that we talked about with Rebecca on your show and my show. Where do we stand with that Second Amendment, with firming up the Second Amendment in the Kansas Constitution? making some waves is it going to move will it be signed oh i think it'll be signed so yeah what will happen is they're debating it i don't know if it's gone to the floor yet but what i've heard is it's getting closer to being on the floor for an actual vote we need two-thirds of vote in the house and the senate and then it will be on the general ballot for the general election in november for the uh, kansas voter to decide whether it's going to be a constitutional amendment or not so it's getting closer and I th- I'm optimistic. I think it's going to happen. I think we have the votes in both chambers to get that supermajority in order to get it on a general election ballot for November. So, yeah, we're in good shape. And I am optimistic that we're going to see that go through this year. Well, I hope you're right. And we'll be bringing her back to the program. So I appreciate the tip on bringing her on to Armed American Radio. She was a great guest. I'm looking forward to talking with her as this thing works its way through the Kansas legislative body and hopefully to the governor's desk for a signature. Kansas is a good gun loving state, man. A lot of people don't realize that when it comes well, to the Kansas. nice thing is, even as a Democrat governor, as a constitutional amendment, we don't need the governor's signature. We just need the two uh, well, thirds of the chambers to go to the bill. Amendment. That's correct. Yeah. Absolutely correct. Thanks for that correction. Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason, KQAM, Wichita's big talker. You got 10 seconds. Where can people listen to you next? HoosierReason.com on the social media at Hoosier Reason as well. Social media. So important nowadays, isn't it? (laughs) It's so important. I'm not going to put anything out, a post on anything coming up in the next hour because this is our social media. We'll be back after this, guys. 
just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. 